us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you are. Welcome to Ghost Chronicles International, the first of two hours of Ghost Chronicles Radio. I am Ron Kolick, your host, right here in lovely Dragut, Massachusetts. And with me all the way across the storm-ridden Atlantic Ocean is the gold standing in ghost hunting, Steve Parsons. I hope it's not storm written. Yeah, it is. There's a uh, hurry. Oh, we tell the little F1. It's a uh, uh, four. That's Here. nothing. No, yeah, it's more than nothing. 155 hour uh, sustained oh, winds. Yeah, well. Don't worry about it. It's going to hit Canada instead. So it'll take oh, all the, Canada. Hey, take all the winds out of it. Anyway, all right, welcome. And uh, also with us, I believe, is the teller of Curious Tales. Good evening. Oh, you are? I'm here. Can you hear us all right, teller? I can hear you very well indeed. Mm, okay. So, uh, teller. was in the bath before. I know, I thought so. But teller. It's not even my birthday. What, what part of the UK are you from? I'm from Wales. He's from Wales. He's Welsh. He is? How come he doesn't have a so. funny, funny accent? Because I do a better funny accent than he does. I know you do. Hey, if you want to do Welsh accents, we can surely have a competition. Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> surely not. Mm. Actually, the easiest Welsh accent to do is you just do a Pakistani accent. <laughs> <laughs> There's no difference between a Welsh accent and a Pakistani accent. No. I think you'll find there is. <laughs> you think? Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you guys get them over there, but we we get uh, spam calls all the time, and, and, and you know they're, they're so funny because you know the guy will go on and say, "Oh, oh my name, my name, my name." I got one. I had one Mike, today. Michael Benson, my name, and uh, you you should call us, and you won five million dollars in the Great American Lottery. Was, your, was the guy that phoned you Chinese? Yeah. I had one today. He was obviously from the Indian subcontinent, and his name was Harry. Of course it was. Yeah. He couldn't even tell me the... He was calling from my uh, net, uh, mobile phone network provider. Oh, lovely. And telling me about um, the upgrade I could have to the new iPhone 14. And I said... Well, if you're really from my network provider, then your records need updating because I got a new phone off you last Saturday. <laughs> I hadn't, but. You get those two done? Yes. Yeah. yeah. We used to get them a lot, but we don't have them so much anymore. But we, we just fed up with these random numbers that keep appearing all over the UK phoning you. And then when you do answer them, they're from obviously somewhere other than the UK. Oh, yeah. or, Rowan, um, or Her Majesty's uh, 
customs and excise telling you that uh, to avoid prosecution. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we well, have those from the IRS here, too, so it's yeah, very yeah. similar. Well, there's a package waiting for you that yeah, you need to pay absolutely. for. Or, or we have just processed your order for $2,000 on your Amazon account. If you did not order this thing, then uh, please contact us right here at this number. It's like, yeah, okay, I'll click on this link uh, to track your package. Or it's that's uh, They're terrible, absolutely horrendous. And, and the sad part about it is people really get duped by them, which is really sad. It's not sad. It's stupid because... They're so obvious that you'd have to be fairly dumb now to get suckered in by they're it. Not, they're not really obvious. I mean, the obvious to you really? and I. But no, I mean, when someone says they ship something from Amazon and it's 200, you get a little worried about it. You know, I didn't know how to do that. What, you know, so that's how they suck you in. So, I mean, especially it's on it's Amazon uh, paper on the on the email. You know, it's 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 made to look just like whatever it is, not in security or or whatever, Xfinity, it's, they're made, they steal all of the logos and stuff and stick them all on there. So it's, it's difficult at time. You just got to use your brain, trust no one. Yeah, trust, trust no one. Trust Question no everything. Question everything. Well, who said that? We're, we're going to call up the reserves and I'm not bluffing. Who said that, do you know? Putin. No. Talking about trust no one. You just did. No, but this it's this famous thing with something trust no Oh hello, your president's on to talk oh, to the United Nations. X Files. X Files. That's right. What your president's on the X Files. Oh, I'm sure he was, but that's another story. Um, so so was your your ex monarch. She was a lizard on the X Files. Can't say that this week. It's bad taste. Oh. oh sorry. I thought he laid a rest. I mean isn't that yeah, yeah, but it's still it's still royal. It's still a period of royal mourning. So wait a minute, has anybody uh, uh, has anybody uh, medium contacted her now? As you know, oh yes, yes, oh, that yes. happened last week. Did it really? Yeah. yeah, there were two, two or three last week. They got they got shouted down and disappeared. That's that's horrendous. It really is. I I don't know. Whatever. All I remember is that poor uh, dentist that shot, that killed that lion, and I, he, <laughs> person, yes, 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 channeled the lion, and he was such a philosopher that lion, and, and he was taken from us. My my so. favorite for that for that lion um, was a newspaper article. I can't remember the lion's name now. What was the lion's name? Anybody? It must have been Leo. They're all. <laughs> no, it wasn't called Leo. Uh, but anyway, Clarence. No, but no. it said. Um, the the lion's brother brackets another lion. <laughs> <laughs> well, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> you know there are some people that actually believe that Sherlock Holmes was a real person. Wasn't he? Yeah, the, yeah. He, he wasn't the, real. He was he was the one that discovered that the world was flat. What Sherlock Holmes isn't real. I've been to his house. I'm sure you have. You, I've can been go, to, you can go to Baker Street. I've been there. Yeah. He wasn't here. But. Dylan, you must have been there. You go everywhere. I've you driven don't. past it on a number of occasions, but I've never been in. What? Well, he's always out been when been I, he was always out You've when I was around. never been in? No. I'm incredulous. 
unbelievable. I would, how could you pass that up? I, I, I could never do that. But anyway. All right, so Dylan, uh, you you came over here in the states uh, a little little bit back. Uh, you went to some place in the, in the southern mis- miseries, and uh, <laughs> only kidding, people. <laughs> yeah, if you're so, listening in Savannah, Georgia, where else, Dylan? Well, I visited. I, I was fortunate enough to visit a, a few places down south. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I went to Savannah. I had a, a lovely time there. Then I went to Wilmington, North Carolina, oh, yeah. and spent some time with uh, a paranormal group there. And then uh, went up to Charlotte um, to do a lovely event called Con Carolinas. Um, and which is it's like, if it's like most of these events, it's more con than Carolina. Oh no, it was a really good, well-organized event. It was excellent. Oh, oh it's good as Spirit Quest. Oh, well, Spirit Quest is the pinnacle. I think all the others aspire to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, move along. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's actually a, a, a event a, a week before Spirit Quest that someone, and this is local, so it's can I na- can I name him? Uh, no, so actually called the event Spiritual Hilary. Quest. Alary. <laughs> Actually, yes, we got that. Uh, actually, <laughs> called it spiritual quest. I mean, I, I was like, I, oh, yeah. that's so unethical. I'm sorry. A breach of trademark. It's terrible. Anyway. All right. So I wanted to get back to Dylan and, and his um, conferences down south. Now, yeah, because he, he apparently um, he kept his. his your name's um, Dylan, by the way, Steve. I don't know. I, it's, <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say, yeah, you, we need to speak to Dylan because he's been hiding his light under a bushel for all these years. Experts on haunted dolls. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, well, he, did a panel, he did a panel at Con Carolina. Will you let him speak, Steve? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's it's actually fine if he, if he doesn't want to. I don't want to embarrass him about my broad knowledge of haunted dolls. I do want to know. I do want to know, you, do want to know yeah. about your Only if they're inflatable. Dolls. <laughs> he got the inflate. He, he's talking about inflatable ones. In fact, he went to customer services and said, wow. "He said that inflatable doll, haunted doll, you sold me. Ah, oh, it's defective. It keeps going down on me." She said, "I'm going to charge you more. Ah. That's the deluxe model." <laughs> oh dear, Ron, no, quick, step say- in. Mute yeah, his microphone or something. something. Say something. <laughs> so yes, all right. So how did you end up on, on a panel of haunted dolls? Because uh, I, uh, unless you are an expert, I I could be wrong, but I wasn't aware of it. To be honest, I wish I knew how I ended up on that panel. Um, they they put out about a dozen different panels that they wanted to do talks on to do with the paranormal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I selected ones that I thought I should be best suited to, not the one on Haunted Dolls, but it just turns out that's the one of the ones they decided I should talk on. Oh, sure. Take the so, ones you, you don't know. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I decided to sort of shoe in the sort of media angle of the Haunted Dolls, so I thought that would that would suit me well. Yes, because uh, a lot of people don't know you are actually going for your PhD in, what is it, meteor bullshit? I mean, not uh, meteor, what? Uh, meteor... <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa. Media what? Ron, what? Ron, 
Yes. What were you studying at college when you switched over to the paranormal? What was I studying? Yeah. Just remind me. General liberal arts. You were doing media. No, I wasn't. And then you got in, and then you got interested in the paranormal. Never got into media. I was always a general liberal arts major, which is a uh, general thing that you can jump off anywhere into any of the particular uh, pursuits you want to go from. That's why I took it. It's a good broad-based thing, and it basically gets all your electives out of the way in your first two years. So that's what I I did for that. No, I was never in media. I don't know where you got that idea from. Probably the same one you got that the cats. Poop uh, coffee beans is in the monkeys. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> yeah, what I was, what I, what my PhD is on. Well, my PhD is looking at uh, it's a sort of a, a mixture of um, parapsychology, media effects, and anthropology. So I'm looking at um, go, ghost hunting groups and whether the media affects what they do. Okay. In a nutshell, that's it. <laughs> been quiet for two minutes this is scary <laughs> he's probably so, playing with one of his dolls or his emf kitty again oh no poor poor uh, paranormal pussy's going to the estates again he's losing his uh, kitty yes well you you would you don't want to know what he's done to the cat this afternoon i really don't so are but you with involved, him you're not in the same place eh? no no good lord no he he told me all about that the kitty and um a vacuum sealed pack. So, oh. yeah. Okay. Sucked all the air out the kitty. Okay. I, I just didn't know if he tried to make coffee beans come out of its butt or something. I have... <laughs> made the insides of the cat come out of its butt. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so, so before you, before Dylan, you became famous and everything, I uh, used to be <laughs> in Paris, right? <laughs> You used to be with parasites, right? I, I hope I still am. That's <laughs> how famous he gets. Oh yes. <laughs> you see, there are there are as I've always said, there are two routes to fame in the paranormal community. Uh-huh. There is the there is the um, tried and trusted, results led route. Hard work, yeah. No D, yeah. Eventually, you you get noticed or there is the modern social media route uh, as favored by some people there's a particular uh, there's one over here and there's a red-headed one over your side and there's a few others and you just tell people that you're famous yeah a lot on social media long enough you are yeah the more noise you make on social media yeah yeah that's how we elect our presidents by the way Nobody knows. But all right. So I wanted to get back to that conference in, in uh, South Carolina because I, I've never attended. a. Actually, I don't attend any conferences. But uh, that's true. Yeah, I know. The uh, how, what was it like? I mean, how uh, were they mostly southern people? And, and how did, how is their enthusiasm to the paranormal uh, world? They were from all over the country, to be honest. Uh, people okay. have traveled quite a, a way. Con Carolinas has been running for quite a few years. Oh. So it, they do all sorts of things. They do the, the sort of movies, music, uh, the paranormal is just one of the sort of strands that's um, that's part of Con Carolinas. Oh. Um, so there were people literally from 
right across the states attending. It was really well attended. Um, and they were really enthusiastic about finding out more about the paranormal. And they were looking at, at the different panels. They had lots of questions. Um, it was interesting because the, the other people that I tended to be on the panel with were more on the believer side. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were saying one thing all in unison, and I was saying the opposite. Oh, um, well, that, so would it, make, it, that makes Steve proud. Yes. Yeah, I was channeling my inner Steve Parsons. You were just being contrary. No, no, no. I'm oh, being I like professional. Contrary. It's good fun when you're being professionally contrary. <laughs> well said there. Anyway, so uh, so you were the lone uh, the lone gunman, the uh, black sheep. Uh, how was how that? How was the reaction to you? Because I mean, oh, of course you have a British accent. They're going to love you anyways, but. Other than that, how was the reaction to you? I say, I say, I say how are you? Well, <laughs> I'm an expert from the United Kingdom, you know. Poof. <laughs> well, I went in through the tradesman's entrance and just introduced myself in a, in a rather calm manner. I think the way I tried to put it across was that trying to be approachable, reasonable, um, taking things stage by stage in the answers, explaining things. And it seemed to go down very well indeed. Um, they've asked me back next year, so I must have done something right. Yeah, you'll probably be on the panel for uh, exorcisms, I bet you. <laughs> demonology, that's my other forte yeah, now. Demonology, that'll be your next one, I'm sure. But anyway, I mean, uh, 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 panels, I mean, they're kind of neat. I don't have too much reality with them. I know the ASAP and I believe the SPR, too, they have panels, too, don't they, Steve? Yeah, I'm fortunate. I um, I'm actually the organizer of the ASAP panels. Um, it's my job to host that particular 90 minute session, which I do almost every year. It's something I particularly look forward to. And this year, I the SPR don't normally do panels, but uh, they've they've now included them, and I was I was uh, included on one of the panels this year, together with uh, my colleague Dr. M. Winsper. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought the so, um, panel at ASAP was very well done this year. Why is it usually crappy? Um, no. no. I did it. I did it with a different way this year. Um, I wanted. For me, the panel is is it, it's important because a lot of cons, um, people just sit there and listen to experts droning on or people telling you about experts their latest. The latest, you know, research projects or what their thoughts are or how they badly investigated a particular location. Um, They're very passive from an audience point of view. So I always like the panel discussions to the panel really are second to the audience. It's the it's the audience's opportunity to have their say, put their points across. And uh, I always try and encourage discourse so and and disagreement, because often you find that, um, you know, there is somebody in the audience who doesn't agree with what the experts are saying or their research or their findings don't support what the experts are saying. And, you know, they, they make for very interesting discussions. Do they do they get heated at all? 
or neither of Re- rarely rarely i've 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 seen a couple of panels where the panelists themselves got a little worked up oh really um between one another um but generally no they're quite well mannered affairs what about down in uh, not uh, the carolinas uh Dylan, were, they, were they pretty much did they get heated at all no no they were very friendly um it's oh, kind of boring it was no it was it was it was good I mean, I can always try again next year and see if I can uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. do something different. Sure. You've just got to you've just got to roll a hand grenade under them sometimes, yeah. just to <laughs> juice things along a little. <laughs> I'll channel my inner Steve Parsons a bit more. Yeah, you're gonna have to. Joel Nichols' name. That's all. Two or three. <laughs> well, you know, you should never be afraid of saying your piece. You know, if if you if you see something that's wrong you should say it's wrong you so, shouldn't sort of dress it up you know so in, in, the, in these panels, away. Steve and, and Dylan if if you if they ask you a question and you give your answer and they don't like your answer do they come back with you and say well what about this or this or, or oh, I hope so is it, is it a give and take or is it more just oh, I'll no. ask you a question you <clears throat> I'll give the answer and that's it no no um, the panels that I run with ASAP, I, uh, if somebody doesn't disagree, then they have the opportunity to disagree. And the panelist or the panel uh, have the opportunity to respond. And, uh, you know, we have time to, because it's a 90 minute panel, we have time for some back and forth. Yeah, okay. You know, it's not a, oh, you must listen to me because I'm an expert. You know, because I mean, as it says in the, the in ghostology, you know, um, there's nothing worse than than somebody okay, using their posi- than somebody using their position to put somebody else down. Mm-hmm. You know, or well, speaking as a scientist, or speaking as a parapsychologist, or speaking as a medium. You know, it's like, well, get over yourself. You know, I'm speaking as somebody that's that's been there and done that. And that's not my experience. So I want to know why. So I encourage that because it's it's good for the audience. They like it too. They like watching the panel, you know, squirm a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and plus, I I as a panel member, and I've you know I've been on a few panels. I really welcome the questions from people who don't agree with me, because often you'll find that the part of the audience can be quite sycophantic. You know, well, I think it's great what you're saying and I agree with everything you say. And well, well, yeah, I'd rather you disagreed because then I have to justify my position, my research and my work. And it gives me an opportunity to sell myself. Plus the other, the other important side of a panel is don't stick your fingers in your ear and think that you know all the answers because often I've learned a great deal from listening to people on the panel and in the audience. I hear what you're saying. <laughs> do, do they it's say important that? to hear what the audience are saying. Yeah, do, do the panel members say, I, oh, I hear what you're saying. But, oh, I uh, hate that. <laughs> I hear what you're saying, but yeah. I don't agree with a word of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's uh, there's a there's actually a section in ghostology on how to deal with those situations. That's why I brought that out. <laughs> brought up the book. I thought that was kind yes. of cool. we, yes. we have talked about other things. In fact, uh, the word interesting. We were 
Yeah, that's a that's a really good question. Really good question, but not for me. That's uh... anyway. Uh, moving back on to the the different subjects and and the reactions. Uh, do you think uh, I'll start with Dylan on this one before? Is Dylan? Do you think you know those people go there and they want to share their own experiences as well? That's one of the re reasons that drives them to these uh, conventions. Definitely. I think there were quite a few people who came along because they had had experiences and they wanted to ask the people on the panel about what their views of those experiences were. Um, so they were they were looking for um, sort of somebody who shared an understanding, who could explain what was going on. Um, I think some of them also wanted just uh, to have their their experience verified um and accepted um but it was also nice that you know they were they were willing to hear perhaps a different point of view as to as to what could be going on um yeah there was a really good range of people who were there um and they seemed to get a lot from it um i think yeah i thought i thought it was a really good forum to actually attend hey, but that's so hard to say in the paranormal community and, and steve knows this i think more than anyone is that you know that people will give you things like a photograph, uh, Steve, and, and you, you know the story behind that. I mean, it's it's no matter what you're going to say, it's it's not what they believe. So they you know they want more. They want validation well, of it. Yeah, I mean, what Dylan what Dylan said is is accurate, mm -hmm. uh, but I would go further because a lot of people. Um, when they speak to a panel, they want to, they want their five minutes of an audience listening to their amazing experience. Um, they they don't want it explained because they already know what it was ninety percent of the time. Um, you know, then and and if you try and offer an explanation, normally they'll just do the sort of metaphorical shove the fingers in their ears and go, well, yeah, I hear what you say, but I was there and you weren't. And that's yeah. the important thing that you've got to stress as a panel member. It's not your experience. You weren't there. It's difficult, therefore, to comment on the experience because you didn't have a first-hand experience. However, there are some options that, that the person might like to consider in their more sane moments that they'll never consider because they already know the answer. It's exactly the same as when you shove a, a smartphone in your face and say, oh, look at this picture of an orb. I know. And actually, you, I'm, my uh, producer is, is shoving the uh, chat room in my I face saying that we are now going to break. So anyways, you're listening to Ghost Chronicles International with uh, Steve Parson, our special guest, uh, Dylan Jones, who will be with Steve uh, very shortly here in the States. And... Uh, I'm excited about that. But anyways, you can follow our exploits. Sound excited. On uh, Ghost Corner. Yeah, all right. We'll be back. Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. Do you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? 
then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They all talk gobbly gooky, the Parax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Parax family. They're strange. Unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew. It's time to rendezvous as we give awards to the Parrax family. And welcome back to the exciting second half of the first half of tonight's Two Hour Ghost Chronicles edition. My last show from the United Kingdom for two weeks. Because uh, next week I won't be in the United Kingdom. I'll be sitting next to my host. That's scary. The New England's Aaron Van, who's very excited by it. And <laughs> on the other side of the sofa, alongside us, will be Dylan Jones, who's our guest tonight. And I'm really excited about it. I'm really looking forward to it. Only because you're going, you're you're abandoning us. Well, wandering off down to Georgia. Well, you know, it's 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 going to be a lot warmer down there. I yeah, can well, make an imagine, and, and, and yeah, not just warmer, but more moist as well. Definitely. Sure. Anyways, uh, yeah, I'm excited. Can't wait yeah. to see you guys again. It's going to be great to be back. It's been too long. Yes, it has. Anyway, you're only, uh, there five, you're only over there five minutes ago. I mean, in, I mean, in Ron's company, Steve. It's been too oh, long. Right. In fact, my wife is planning to prepare a, a wonderful meal for you guys. <laughs> even, even though you don't know what it is, uh, that's fine. I've heard the song "Bat Out of Hell." That's not them. <laughs> <laughs> what are we having bat. Yeah, bet. Yeah, we're having you hand soup. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, I forgot what the heck I was saying now. Anyway, oh yeah. And by the way, uh, this show is brought to you by our good friends on Ghost Chronicles Radios on Patreon. Two can become a member for me at three bucks a month. You get access to around forty videos on there now, and uh, Chronicles Magazine. Forty-five and... by the t- by uh, in two weeks' time because we're going to add a few, aren't we? Yes, because that was going to say we will give, be giving you uh, updates on the uh, yeah. Steve, Steve Parsons tour uh, coming up. That should be that's a good name for a group, Steve Parsons Project. <laughs> there is a there is a musician called Steve Parsons. Oh, there is. And yeah, I think his group is actually the Steve Parsons Project. <laughs> really, I didn't know that. Okay, thank you. Moving right along. 
Google's also, a wonderful thing. Yeah, I found out I was dead on Google, so you know, you're always learning something on Google. <laughs> but anyway, all right. So, uh, what the hell was I talking about? Oh yeah, Spirit Quest. Yes, that was going to come up. Uh, Steve and uh, Dylan will be there because uh, we had one of our speakers at uh, Spirit Quest uh, bow out. Uh, nice way of saying it. And uh, Dylan has graciously uh, jumped in. He volunteered. Yes. Volunteered. Yeah, and I'm not talking about haunted dolls. Oh, you are? No. Oh, I thought you were. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint. <laughs> but you could if you had to. We're at a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, so I want to get back a little bit to you two, the dynamics between Dylan Jones and Steve Parsons. Uh, you guys work together on cases and so forth. And what's that like? I mean, is it is it difficult? I mean, do you each have your own no. role? No. In parascience, oh, it's not. <laughs> in parascience, it's not difficult. No? No, the team do as they're told. Yeah, I, I know, but he's get, becoming famous now, so it's, it must be very <laughs> difficult now that we can. That you can. He's only. You don't think we parascience hasn't dealt with famous people before? We've had people clambering over our shoulders to try and get to the top, and then standing on us, and then disappearing. Oh. Um, for for decades, decades, oh. we're experts at dealing with them. Okay. Yeah. Never to be seen again, huh? Uh, not by us. Yeah, not by anyone. <laughs> That's what I understand, anyway. Well, well, unfortunately, um, I was looking down the speakers list for uh, an Irish event that I'm doing next uh, February, and um, lo and behold, I'm sharing the event with a, um, a former colleague of mine. You are. I am. Also oh, on the great. speakers list. So that'd be rather fun. Be like old times again. Yeah, it'll be like old times. That'll be. That'll be yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I'd like to be a flat. You have to report on Patreon for that one. It's going to be it's going to be a good event. It, Ireland, the Irish tend to do very good conventions. Um, oh, and uh, I'm looking forward to that one. I'm going over with Doctor Cooper. Um, oh, Doctor Doctor Cooper's going. Doctor Doctor Cooper, yeah. Um, what about Doctor uh, and Swimper. No, Doctor Doctor Swimper isn't going, um, but Doctor Doctor Cooper is, and oh. Doctor Doctor O'Keefe is. Sorry, oh, Doctor O'Keefe. Excellent. excellent. Uh, amongst ready? amongst some of the speakers. Then you can sit around and have an O'Keefe's with them. We can. We it'll be just like old times. Just like old times. There you go. Anyways, uh, that's exciting news, Steve. And when is that conference? Uh, that's February. Oh, excellent. Something really to look forward to. I'm going to circle that date on my calendar. I know that. Uh, so anyways, and, uh, and I'm sure when you're down there, you can talk him into coming on the show and, and that would be fun. Yeah, that that's good. Great. Great, Stephen. Exciting news. Exciting news. Looking forward to that one. Yeah, me too. Oh, Steve, Dylan, you going to there? Sadly, no. It's not no. famous enough. No. Yeah. Well, you, you know, you can't. The wrong side of the Atlantic, Steve. You can you can buy a ticket, you know. They, they have this thing called money now. You purchase tickets and you get the go instead of going free. I think what it, I think what it is, Dylan's going to have to work harder on his social media um, targeting to uh, the Republic of Ireland. 
couldn't. Dylan might have to do hard. that. Might have to work on that. Dylan works very hard on the social media. He likes everything. Yeah. And everyone. I've got to say, Dylan has. Um, he's got that. He's got that role. Anne and Anne and I were, were talking about the subject quite recently because I mean, we we said years ago that you know we are crap at social media. Yeah. Um, we never we never really got it. Uh, although personally, Anne does seem to. Uh, it does seem to have mastered it at a personal level, but at a group level, no, we've yeah. never ever engaged with social media. I don't think the Parascience social media page has been updated in six months. Um, well, you, what you need is a media specialist on there, you know, somebody who's like doing a thesis on media and goes into groups could be excellent too. I, it's not really our style. Um, you know, Parascience doesn't. Yeah, we, it doesn't really engage the public or engage with the public. Exactly. Um, it just gets on and does what it does uh, because it's not there to serve the public. It's there to serve our research interests. You know, you know that's that's an interesting thought, uh, Steve, as well. And and Dylan dealing with so many ghost hunting groups in, for his uh, PhD, he must see that too because. Uh, the, the ghost project is kind of like that in itself, too. I mean, people will say, oh, you you, you wish, you know, you, can you put more, where's this results to this? It was like, you know, so we, you know, we don't, we just really do our thing and, and we don't really try to push it out there for uh, Facebook to listen to whatever. Well, you must put something out because otherwise people like <laughs> would never be able to rip you off. <laughs> But uh, anyway, uh, remember, it's actually, uh, go ahead. Go ahead if you come up with a really good point there about engagement with groups. And one of the things that I can't really give much in terms of the data as yet, because I'm actually in the middle of gathering the data. But there are one or two things that are starting to emerge. And, it, it you know, it's been said before, but the information is not there for the groups. Um, or at least they can't get perhaps hold of it where they where they want to get hold of it. So they're relying on getting what they believe is the right way of doing things from each other. So it's a shame that, you know, organizations don't promote what they do um, as much as they can. But I think, I think there's the things to be learned from it. What's the difference between promoting what you do and pimping yourself? <laughs> That's a very and, good question. And your events, you know? Yeah. I mean, I do events. Those are totally separate from what I do as, as I look at it and uh, what the Ghost Project does. They're just totally different. This is something that people wanted, so we, we were doing them. And we do them because they're fun. That's why we do them. Uh, as you know, I'll never get rich on them. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but there are other groups. I've certainly never done an investigation because it's fun. Well, to, fun in, Fun to you and fun to me is two different things. I, uh, learning and discovering is fun to me. Uh, trying to understand things is fun to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, as regards fun, no. Um, and in fact, as, a different word, but. Uh, yeah, as Dylan, as Dylan will tell you, um, and my wife will certainly attest to, I, I am an absolute nightmare before uh in the 24 48 hours before i have to go and do something like that little, because little Nazi, huh? well i'm just an anti-social bastard um <laughs> <laughs> basically dylan, dylan, dylan is that true 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just wanted verification. You know, it's all good. Good scientists. You will look for verification. Well, I've got all the. Be nice if I've got all the data. Yeah. Be nice if you referenced your data as well. <laughs> that comment came from uh, the, the point you made before came from a 2017 SPR conference presentation. Wow. How can you remember days like that? That's what drives me. Because I gave it. Google. I can't, but I, I can't do details like you guys do. No, that's, I, that's I, gave, I gave the presentation. That's why. It was oh. me that came up with the idea. A bit like the water tape, Richard. Wait a minute, is Felix's water tape? Uh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't Richard's water tape at all. I, I understood it was. But oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, do you know what was, uh, again, going back to a conversation with Anne earlier this week, oh, yeah. um, she was sitting, she, she reminded me of a conversation she had with quite an eminent parapsychologist who was saying, well, wouldn't it be good if we could do this? And wouldn't it be good if we could do that? And wouldn't it be, I wonder if anybody's, as you say, yeah, we've done that. We've done that. We've done that. We've done that. And that's what the point was. We've done it, but we don't tell anybody that we've Nobody done it. We it. Yeah. just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and if if the results get published, then people will learn about them. But if, of course, we don't publish because we don't publish a lot of the investigation reports or experiments that we do try, um, then, you know, this is where we were making the point about our social media. Right. Uh, because a lot of groups will say, hey, can't wait for tonight, packing the equipment, getting it all ready. Um, we're going to this amazing private haunted house, but we just go there and do it. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't on Facebook. But what they're also doing as well is they're saying afterwards about the, the, the quality of the evidence that they've got. What evidence? Well, what this is quality? the thing. This is the thing because uh, uh, you've probably noticed that they prefix the word evidence with a bit of hyperbolic speech. That it's either amazing evidence, it's incredible evidence, <laughs> or it's am- it's amazing evidence. But they don't actually say what it is. World changing. Well, you, you know, know, as I said at the ASAP conference the other week, this these groups get more evidence in twelve hours than the SPR has managed in one hundred and fifty years. Yeah. Only they'd publish it. I mean, the SBR, of course, has been around for a while. Years. Yes, 160 sorry. years, actually. 160 years. They've, they've accumulated a great deal of case files, a great deal of uh, evidence, if you want to say, or uh, a great deal of material. And what happens to their materials? It just... No, it's available to anybody who requests it. Always has been, always will be. And that was the point I was making in 2017, that um, the groups don't know that the material was there. And that I laid the blame fairly and squarely on uh, the academics and the organisations who have not really ever engaged with the ghost hunting community. Therefore, you know, it's only to be expected that the ghost hunting community will embrace social media and to, and and the general media, broadcast media, in order to search for answers to their questions. So I, I pointed the finger of blame fairly and squarely on those who say 
that they have the most uh, interest in the subject, you know, the parapsychologists, those who, you know, these career academics who supposedly want to study these phenomena, but they won't engage with the community. And mm-hmm. you know, uh, even at their own conference uh, two weeks ago, I reminded them that, you know, that the, the journals that they publish um, are written in psychobabble uh, language that is almost impenetrable because it, it's so um, based in jargon, scientific jargon, academic jargon. And I, I you know, as I, as I said in 2017, 19, 20, uh, last two weeks ago, your average scientist can understand plain English. Mm-hmm. So just use plain English. Yeah. Reach out. Now, the SPR have moved heaven and earth and they have uh, to uh, moved towards outreach. Uh, there is an outreach project program that they have now reaching out to the ghost hunting community. But the problem, as I pointed out at the conference, was the ghost hunting community have got their fingers wedged tightly in their ears. And you yeah. you, you have, I mean, there was, give me one example, because I don't want to hog the show, but there was one example when the guidance notes came out. Now, the guidance notes are not a, you must do this. No, they they're are, very good. They're very here good. are, and, here and are some basic, that, they're, they're excellent. Here are some basic uh, hints and tips for good practice. Do this and, you know, use some of these. Um, one of the comments was, who the f- do the SPR think they are? Just because they've been going for over 150 years doesn't give them the right to tell them what to do. <laughs> yeah, because I watched the goat hunting show and I know what I'm doing. You know, so there does have to be some movement from the community itself. They have to open their minds. They have to, um, you know, accept the resources that are there and not keep repeating that. A lot of ghost hunting groups spend their life in a hamster wheel. um, Go round and round and round, finding the same old discoveries. I I, want to touch on that because that's, to me, it's an important thing is that you, you have that vast resource at the SPR, 150 years, 160 years of, of research. Thousands of case files. Accumulated, right? And you have how many members in the SPR? Uh, Shy of a thousand? About a thousand. So say a thousand, okay. Say a thousand. How many of those people actually use any of those resources? And how many of those people have just signed up because they can say, I'm a member of the SPR, and that gives me validity. That gives me some, uh, you know, uh, stature. I can answer that. Okay. I can answer that with, with a fair degree of accuracy. Very few of the members of the SPR are um, investigators in the sense of they're, involved, they're active in spontaneous case research. The vast majority of them are academics, retired academics with an interest in the broader field. So clairvoyance, uh, telepathy, extrasensory perception. Uh, the, the Ghost hunting is actually a minority sport in the SPR. Okay. 
that, that's fair enough. I was not aware of that. So do they act? I mean, you know, if, if they're interested in those things, there's been quite a bit of research from the SBR on those particular subjects. So that material is out there. So if you had access, you you wouldn't want to like replicate some of those experiments yourself and, and, and see what the results you got, if they were comparable to the, the research that was already done or, or you well, know, that's why, how science why works. are you there? Why are you there? Well, that's how science works. You know, you look at when you devise an experiment or you, you test an experiment that's been done before to see if you can replicate the experiment. Um, but the problem is um, that these groups are getting results. They are having the interactions. They In are their having minds. The, doesn't matter. To them, it's a convincing experience. Okay. If they switch the ghost box on and say how many people are in the room and it says nine, you can interpret it any way you want. There's, you know, if there's four people, then there's five spirits. If there's 18 people, then there's nine ghosts. You can, but that's a positive result. You know, they don't want any more verification. They've had their verification. And they go away happy. Dylan, can I just... About all this? Yeah, I want to hear from you, yeah. I was going to say that on speaking to the, the groups that I already have, none of them are aware of the SPR. They're not aware of the Ghost Club. They're not aware of the Parapsychological Association. They're not aware of them because they've never actually gone looking for them. And I think this is indicative of the way people learn and consume things nowadays. They want everything spoon fed to them. So unless it's presented to them on a plate... They're not willing to do what the likes of Steve and I have done, where when we start looking at a subject, we go and say, right, where where does this come from? What ro what road has already been travelled? You know, they're not looking back through history. They, 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 they will have heard of people like the Warrens. But that's about it. That's they won't the go. Isn't it the they won't go further back. Dylan, is that they have those things. So you, you have an experience that run. And it doesn't mean that, okay, it's already been done, so I don't have to do it anymore. That's that's not necessarily true. Yes, there's been a lot of research, but you can verify that research yourself. And if you get a different results, that's worth noting. And you should look at that and, and, and show your data to someone else who can uh, either say, oh, well, see, you have a flaw here, or that is interesting. And and nobody does that. They you know, If it's been done, it's been done. That's it. We're not interested in anything more. Well, Everything you know, in the past, there was several prominent social media investigators in the UK. Don Phillips was amongst the first of them. And he was claiming some extraordinary results, including the Boffle Hell House, um, which he, he, he went over to Seattle to investigate with um, the Keith Linder poltergeist. And there were some obvious, fairly obvious errors. Um, and one or two people reached out and said, um, you know, there's some problems here. Let's try and work work together on 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 addressing them. And it's the same whenever you tackle a group's EVP or photograph. Um, because, yeah, because they don't want to listen and their followers and sycophants will will shout you down. And ultimately, you'll just end up getting blocked, having wasted hours, minutes, days, weeks of your own time. So the vast majority of researchers don't say anything at all. 
Dylan, when, you, when you're working with those groups, I mean, you've been to you some of those groups. Are they open-minded to take criticism, or, or is it just pretty much they say it, but they really won't take it, or, or really ignore it? Well, I think that's, that's the bigger question, question that's going to come later on. One of the things I'm trying to do is build up a rapport with the groups. So they're used to dealing with somebody who they may see as being somebody they can't trust because I'm, I'm in an academic setting, that they're going to be very suspicious of me. So I'm trying to build up that relationship where they trust me, we have that conversation, and that will be something then for a later day where we can say, well, we, we've built up a positive enough relationship that I can offer criticism or i can say have you thought about listening to this person someone like steve who can explain things because what they're not doing is they're not reading the books you look at how many copies of ghost hunting for dummies has been sold <laughs> how many how many people have written a review of it on amazon i think the last count it was nearly five thousand. so you know people are going to those sources but they're not steve, going steve, to the how ones many for ghostology just for giggles uh, less than 500. So there you are. There's data that says who's being listened to. Yeah, that's what I was trying to get at. That So mm. they want something that's quick and simple that they don't have to really think about. No. Uh, the, 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 the thing is, well, is um, people will buy books to own books. There's <laughs> yes. a difference between I've got the book, whether I, I'm sorry, I'm going to clear my throat. And reading the book. And the other thing that you find is, um, I found this when I was with Most Haunted, is people know the know know what your role is. Oh, you're the you're the skeptical investigator. You're the objective researcher. Blah blah blah. You're the parapsychologist. Blah blah blah. And whenever you you go along there, they will say um, pretty much what they want you, what they think you want to hear. So they will say, well, you know, we, we like to look at electromagnetism because we know it affects the human brain, blah, blah, blah. Then you turn the lights off. And they, they, it suddenly becomes an episode of the ghost hunters or most haunted or, well, any, any of the shows. Um, and they just revert to type and start running around in the dark with Ouija boards, with ghost boxes, with pods and the latest coffin shaped music box or whatever else they've got to try. Let's the try new... what they want for those, Steve. Yeah, but I mean they dress they, they dress this, you know, they 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 put lipstick on this particular pig by calling it an experiment. Uh you know, I've sat I've I've been on public events and you know they'll say, right, um we're gonna now do uh we're now going to do the ghost box experiment. Now that lasts 30 minutes at the end of it, they may or may not have had a result I'm and then sure get bored not. and then they'll go on to the next experiment. There are so many experiments. They're like, they're like street, but, uh, you know, street cars. They, well, they, think they, about street cars. We've got to wrap it up guys. Sorry about that. Ah, okay. just okay. get going. Then, I know. I know. <laughs> well, you can stick on for the second half if you want, if you're so excited about it. Anyway, Only if I'm allowed to rant. No, I'm going to bed. <laughs> rant all you want. I don't care. If I don't have to talk, that saves me breath. <laughs> Not just kidding. Anyways, you've been listening to Ghost Chronicles International with Steve Parsons, Ron Kolick, and our very special guest, um, Dylan Jones. And we, they both, both of the boys will be over here in the States uh, next week. And so I'm excited about that. Yeah, I'm going to get lynched, aren't I? They'll be here to yes. do a bunch, a bunch of events. 
uh, with with me. I'm lucky enough they allow me to tag along with them. Um, so yes, go until the lights go out, and then he gets any, his Ouija board out and his iguana. Yeah, com, The letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com. You can see all the so, the events that they'll be here. Plus, you can always join me on Facebook at Ronald Kolick. Uh, so there you go. Shameless bike. Anyways, uh, we are brought to you by uh, Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon. Uh, very good friend to help bring you this show. So any final words before we get thrown off? God bless America. Can't wait till next week to see you. Bye, Dylan. Bye. Gonna have meat, low. Oh, lovely. Like a bat out of hell, I'll be coming. <laughs> You like mushrooms, don't you? I love mushrooms. Yes. The other guy. (laughs) Yeah, oh yeah, love mushrooms. All right, cool. That's all fair and done. Jen's going to make her own special meatloaf. So there was a little bit of Patreon news for you, so nobody else can get that. But do do. you know? Do you know why um, goblins and elves don't live under toadstools? Can't hear anything. Not mushroom. Good night, all. See you. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good lord.